0: Welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. I'm Susanna Kennedy and I'm so excited because in studio today I have Shamila Miller. She is a lovely, gorgeous friend of mine, but she's also an incredible actress who has just played one of the leads in The Girl from St. Agnes. Shamila, welcome. How are you doing? I'm oh, very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you. This is what you were learning lines for when we did when we did the shoot for um tits for uh what yes. Right? Um well, tits for or whatever that is. Tits um, for teas um, Yes. The charity
1: um, Yeah, that was what I was preparing for because I was just about to um start shooting and um and yeah, that was like me preparing for it.
0: Because I remember you saying, um, I'm doing a very cool new series. It's, you know, kind of a mix of like 13 reasons why and a couple of other things. And it's like really cool. And I was like, cool, can't wait to see it. And now it's, and it's doing so well. I know, I'm so impressed with how well it's doing.
1: Because, um, you know, South African TV doesn't usually sell or broadcast or um, do this well, um, television specifically. So for this show to be doing as well as, as it is and still is doing, um, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, the support from the public. I think that there has been a shift um, in the last few years that I've been noticing. It's like South Africans are waking up to the fact that South Africans produce quality. And, exactly. um and suddenly they're like supporting more and supporting more, which is so fantastic. Yeah.
1: No, it's great. It's incredible. Um, because it's, you know, we do have our own stories and it's, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the same story over and over. And it's not. You were mm. like, you need to watch um, movies, series, what we're producing in this country uh, to have an opinion. And if you just, if you, like a lot of people have always said, you know, it's the same. You know, it's the same storyline, and I'm just like, no, it's not. It's
0: it's it's ever changing, and it's better all the time. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So, for you, what was the best part of working on this production?
1: Um, I mean, I'm a freelancer, so first of all, having a job was pretty cool. <laughs> <It's> pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I really, uh, what was really difficult and what was probably my most favorite thing about working on this was working on location and we were basically living on set in the middle of nowhere in Durban, any couple, um, while we were shooting it and, you know, like we were. It's oh, made yeah. On set, constantly with the entire team, you're like you're living and breathing the character, the the set life, and um, I think that was like the biggest experience that I took away from this.
0: Because you've worked on a lot of um a lot of great productions. There, you've worked on Troy, Double Eco, Lazy Susan, like all kinds of amazing productions. Um, and yeah. how did that? How did that compare to working on you know this production. This you've done well, international. You've done local. What are the differences? What is the reality of the situation? Uh, the reality is that budget. I think like
1: everything comes down to budget is uh, the difference with um, because with internationals you have you know more hands on deck. You have more time to um, film, produce. Uh, you've got locations, etc. It, it, it all comes down to. To budget sorry really. I've got
0: to, I've got my next um my next my next interviews trying to log in early so I'm just sending um, her yeah. to just like hold oh, on, <laughs> lady so sorry about that there was like a <laughs> and that was her trying to join sorry no, okay. you're, you're um, the, the difference between
1: uh, between yeah international and um and local it's it's, it's mainly just budget yeah. Um, you know, the size of the sets, uh, the amount of people that are involved, the hands on deck, um, the, the amount of time you have to, you know, shoot something. For example, on on any international Netflix show, you're shooting a maximum of four or five pages a day, um, whereas with golfers from St. Agnes, we were shooting 10 to 12 pages a day. Like, that's, oh. that's a lot of work that you're cramming. So... Mm-hmm. You know, the, and, and that's just because of, of not having enough time, and um, and that results into not having enough budget to stretch it over time. So, um, so I think that's the the reality of it. Like that's the major difference. It's the
0: budget. You know what I think is great about what you've just said is it's such a fixable thing. It's like yeah. it's, not, it's not actually like this massive challenge that cannot be overcome. It's a challenge, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Also, because we've got we've got the talent here and across the board. Um, the reason we have
1: a lot of international productions coming to South Africa is because our teams, our crew, mm-hmm. is so good. Our production crews are so good. So, like the talent's there, the work ethic is there. It's literally just a, a budget problem at the end of the day. Yeah, but yeah. but
0: that, that for me is exciting because I know that there are films that are South African films that are on screen at the moment that are being box office hits. And so, and like with girls with the girl girl from St. Agnes, that is in essence, a box office hit because of the support that it's getting, you know, the viewership that it's getting
1: and Tali's
0: wedding. Tully's wedding is another great example. I mean, that was so maximum. Yeah. And, um, which means that it's worth investing in more. And so that's why, for me, it's such a positive thing, you know? Yeah. Um, as an actress, what has been the biggest challenge? Because you, you're a South African actress. For, uh, for young wannabe actresses out there, what is still, you know, your biggest challenge that you've kind of had to face? Um, I think the biggest challenge overall is, um,
1: is a lot of the times the roles for English-speaking talents in South Africa. Um, a lot of lead roles for English speaking um, talent is, you know, few and far between. So to try and like snatch those, um, that's, that has been my challenge because, um, you know, they, they come every so often, but you're not going to get every single job. And again, being a freelancer, like, you know, when you're sitting without work and you're just like, Oh, I really want this. And, um, and, you know, you don't get it because of a technicality, stuff like that. Like that's, that's quite challenging. Um, but, to counteract that, like all you really need is perseverance Mm. and, uh, you know, to keep going. So
0: On, on that note, I mean, one of the, um, most, I think challenging thing for anybody in the entertainment industry is going to castings and not losing that, Hope you know because some people will go to castings for years before they land like the role. That kind of Anything, yeah. them into something, you know. So and sometimes it's just an advert, and, and they're like, "I got I'm in an ad," you know. Um, and I, what, what for you has been the the thing that keeps you going? Because often there are hundreds of girls that look identical and are just as talented. And it's like, you don't know who they're going to pick. So what for you keeps you motivated to keep going? It's such a difficult question,
1: but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's just passion. Mm -hmm. Um, There's nothing that at this time, I can't speak for the future, but at this time, there's nothing else that I want to be doing um, so this is my passion. This is the life that I want to pursue. So I, I think at the end of the day, that's, that's what keeps me, I'm like, I've come this far and I don't want to, you know, nothing once will make me give up at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big motivator because it it, 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 even though I'm, you know, I'm established and I have been working for a long time, I still go through, um, bouts where, you know, I've, you know, you go to 10 castings and you don't book a single one and then you know you're lucky enough to, to make stay in the name like a constant back and forth cycle. Um, but you have to love it and or I think you have like I love it and I'm passionate about it. I think that hundred
0: percent keeps me going. And has there been a time though in your life where you were like, you didn't book jobs for a really long time and you thought like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> Why um, am I still doing this to myself?
1: <laughs> it's, it's so funny you asked me that because it, it happened to me last yeah. year. I, my 2017 and 2016, particularly 2017 was such Positive years with jobs. 2017, I was booked back to back. Like, did not stop working. I was like to the point of exhausted. And um, I think I worked in February 2018, or up until February 2018. And I wasn't complaining, but I was like exhausted. You know, like I can't even bring busy. And I finished the job at the end of February. I I didn't book anything. It's obviously the universe playing a weird trick on me, but I hadn't booked anything until the girl from St. Agnes, which was in August, August. later that year. Yeah. yeah so from August that, you know, that's a sizable chunk. And in that, and in that, I think it's the longest time I've ever gone without any work. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I did one commercial in between, but any like, uh, like acting work. And, and I was stressing, I was, I was like, what's wrong? Like, do people, am I just not relevant anymore? Um, I was like, I couldn't figure it out basically. And then, I mean, I I never thought I I would give up, but I was definitely questioning the universe and like, what is going on? (laughs) And then, and then St. Agnes came along and (laughs) thank God I booked it. So yeah. And there's,
0: there's, um, there's talk of a season two. There is, yes. Yeah. yeah, well, well the, I, I haven't,
1: I don't, I'm not privy to the information, um, but the rumor mill has it that they're going to do a season two, but they're not sure if they're going to keep it in the girls' school or if they're going to go to uh, the boys' side of it and do uh, like a St. Ambrose vibe. So... I, I,
0: I hear the same rumor. So I wonder, yeah. <laughs> I no I wonder
1: what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, hope, I hope we do something because like it's, it's hot now, so you want to yeah. kind of keep the ball rolling. Yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. And the, the thing is with something like this, the possibilities are really endless. You know, like the yeah. different stories, the different perspectives, you know, following the different characters. It re- really is quite endless. You could do it in numerous seasons, you know, and yeah. have different things that are going on, you know? Um the what was it like working with did you have any kind of contact with ShowMAX? Because it's so great having someone like ShowMax in South Africa investing in South African productions. Did you have any kind of contact or involvement at all?
1: Um not directly with ShowMax. I mean there were when we had the publicity shoots or any of like any media launch Thing or, you know, every I think they a couple of times they would visit us on set um, uh, just to kind of like oversee the vibe and what's going on. They would always, you know, chat to us and be friendly, but um, I think that was the, the, the main connection. We didn't really, as actors, we didn't have a lot of uh, contact with uh, Showbacks, it was more for the producers and, and directors, etc. So, okay,
0: okay, yeah, I'm just so excited that they are investing in South African productions and English yeah. South African productions. Yes. Specifically. Because for me as, I mean, I, you know, I used to act, I haven't acted in many, many years, but one of the reasons why I stopped was because there weren't great speaking roles for white Ooh. English yeah. speaking women. you know, yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. and I didn't want to move overseas. I wanted to be here. And, yeah. And now it's so being supported, you know, the industry yeah. has changed. And I just think, I mean, I'm obviously exactly where I need to be. I'm much better at being myself than being anyone else. But, um, but it's still like, for me, it's so exciting. It's so great that we are investing in the different groups within South Africa because we've got yeah. such a fantastically strong Afrikaans following for the film industry, you know, and I see there's such a great support coming for um, the different African language films that you know are emerging, and I think that's so yeah. great. And so now to have the English speaking also supported, I think it's such a great balance. That's kind yeah, of yeah, and for so to have uh, gone so
1: you know big and viral, it's been it's it's been great because I didn't expect it because of um, the notion that I think I've always been told it was kind of been known in the industry that. You know English shows don't sell as well as um, you know vernacular or Afrikaans, so that's why this whole you know St. Agnes thing that's blown up is just like blow
0: my mind so good yeah and and i suppose we understand because the english-speaking productions are competing with international productions exactly yeah. it, it's a different competition that's happening but that's what's so exciting because the fact that south african productions are now competing with international productions exactly. at a real level like on the same playing field like that i think is just amazing what is um what is I mean, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of what was discussed in The Girl from St. Agnes because, um, you know, your character specifically went on a hell of a journey. Um, I
1: lost you, i say again.
0: Oh, sorry. I said that I, w- I want to speak a little bit about your character's journey um, in The Girl from St. Agnes because yeah. it's such a relevant talking point as well, you know, yeah. with the Me Too movement that is... You know, been happening, and with the all guys are all men are trash, which thank goodness didn't take on because I think the Me Too is a lot more of an empowering way of looking at things. Um, I don't think all men are trash. I think that they are badly behaved men, Um, but I don't think all men are trash at all. Um, But I I do think the conversation needs to be had, and not just with men, with men and women um so for you playing a role like that what did that mean to you and where can you associate with your character
1: yeah well um so it was very it was a difficult subject matter of course um and my I really loved my journey like the arc because you know she starts off as this, you know, bitchy kind of bullying, very strong. I'm the best at everything, best academics, you know, she's beautiful. She's popular, all of these things. And then, um, and, and, and basically, you know, fall into a trap Mm. and, and, and almost be too embarrassed to get her to speak out about it. And it was that whole journey. Um, and it it was very difficult for me as a, person to deal with it because also mentally and emotionally you have to go to a certain place every time you go to work. Um, there was a lot of support on the set um, for kind of like, you know, just making sure that I was okay. The directors, uh, Cindy Lee and Catherine Cook, they were incredible. They always just made sure that I was okay and looked after. Um, and, but it was, it, it, it was difficult to deal with, but I'm glad that I did it because I feel like it also it very much has opened up a conversation and every interview that I've had, that's been uh, the focal point of, you know, what is the message to young girls and how do we prevent it? Or how do we just make young girls more aware of dangerous situations before they happen, you know, cause it, it, it starts, it starts from way before.
0: Um, so, yeah. So what has been your response to that? Um, in which way? well how do we how do we make girls more aware oh, right. how do we like um, you know what do we do when it does happen you know when it does happen yeah so it's it's so it's it's difficult because
1: it's not it shouldn't only be directed at girls obviously it's mm. kind of um you know it's like you said it's girls and boys it's men and women it's a conversation where both parties need to you know accept or be aware of this mentality of rape culture uh, you know the me too movement etc um so for me it was less of you know girls don't wear short skirts don't do this don't do this it's me like guys be more aware of of um of of rape culture and of how you're speaking to women and and girls and um and also just for girls to to speak up to speak up when they're being offended in a in a joke, in a side comment, in a, um, you know what I mean? Like not to let things slide, to kind of have a voice. But I'm not saying that like every girl would be attacked, but ha- start having a voice way before anything has to happen with the small things. You know, if something's inappropriate or if you feel uncomfortable, speak up if, um, like, because the more you're heard and the more you speak up, the more uncomfortable it will make everyone else. And the more people will stop and be like, Oh, you know, human beings, feelings, inappropriateness, et cetera. So I think it needs to start
0: from, from there. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's such an important, it's, it's so important. Like being somebody who has been sexually assaulted and abused myself, like right. I know how difficult that is because, um, So for everybody watching and listening, I know what it's like to not want to be that stiff girl who like kind of, you know, isn't able to take a joke and isn't easygoing and all of that. But the reality is that we've got to start finding our center in this and realizing where that line is because at the moment it's just completely blurred. And so we allow too much to happen that can create a buildup that then creates an explosion. And I think that that's what's kind of been going on. You know, there's like this buildup in society and there's too many things that people are angry about. And so sometimes yeah. just trigger and then there's an explosion and not enough is done in the beginning, but it's also exactly. about holding each other accountable for me. One of the important messages in the, in the series was holding each other accountable. The fact that these girls their best friend told them that this had happened yeah. to her, and yeah. they, didn't, they didn't listen. They didn't listen. They didn't believe her. They didn't support her. That's how so many young women feel, and that's why yeah. they don't come forward. You know, um, yeah. it's it's not that they're like victimizing
1: themselves. It's that they're embarrassed, they're humiliated, and they're being told by their peers like your opinion isn't valid. You're not telling the truth. Um, stop. You know, and and. And it comes from also, I think it's like the patriarchy of life, uh, you know. The,
0: the. Sorry, I lost you there for a no, second. It, or, it comes from the patriarchy of life. Um, I lost you there. Well,
1: we're, we're, we're like, you know, females are almost taught from a very young age to be submissive, to listen to the elders, you know, the man of the house with the pants, he, uh, the last, you know, he, he says the last word, etc. etc. So I think it starts from there and then kind of like, bubbles up into I think a a school situation um Mm -hmm. where you know on a smaller scale but but still a scale where girls are just like they just don't believe each other because you know
0: but they also don't you think it's fear-based as well like what will I lose like what will what will be thought of me if I stand up and now you know, well, yeah. I'm not going to be popular anymore. I'm going to be seen, yeah. uh, you know, this and that. There's there's all these things to lose. I mean, even the the struggle that his mother, the, the mother character, um, Tessa, um, went through in the program, like that struggle of like, yeah. oh my yeah. God, who have I raised? This is my son. Like, what yeah. have I done, you know? Exactly. And um, and those conversations, you know, that, that mothers are not having because – they're scared to lose their husband and the financial security or whatever it is. Um, yeah. and that's why I'm yeah. saying, or social, just, or social standing. Yes. What will people think of me? Yeah. You know? Um, and that's why I'm saying, I think that this program specifically, um, addressed this very relevant, very real problem in society in such a good way because it showed all the different people that are to blame. And, and this yeah. is where, um, I think we've needed that because I think for a while, and I don't know if you agree with me, I think for a while men have been kind of going, but not all of us are, are bastards. not all of us, you know, why are we feeling so attacked by women and feminists are bar burning people who like want to put us down and not understanding that it's not that at all. It's, yeah. it's an equality that needs to start seeping in and being created. Yeah. And,
1: um, and, and just on a, on a, on a sidebar to that also, I don't know what it was like in your school, but, um, there was, there were certain moments in, in high school that if a girl was, you know, got drunk or not roofied, but like, been, you know, pushed to limit and somewhat taken advantage of, um, in whatever form. And she spoke out about it. She was slut shamed. Yes. Instead of, instead of like the man or, or, or the, the boys that were taking advantage, um, they weren't blamed for anything. She was right. like, oh, why were you going, why were you drinking? Why this, why that? And so the blame was always put on the, on, on the girl instead of taking, like turning around looking at the boys and being like, what the hell is wrong with you
0: guys? Yes. So, yeah. Which I, yeah. Which I think is demonstrated so well in, in the girl from St. Agnes as well. Yeah. In the States, you have to, you have to verbally consent to sexual, say, any sexual interaction and if you don't verbally, like you meet a guy and it's like, Woo, and you're having fun, whatever, and you're attracted to him. He cannot kiss yeah. you. He cannot do anything without asking your permission first. I don't know if it's in all states, but I know that it's in quite a few states. And they implemented that because of this problem. It became a law because of this problem. Because guys and girls were going out, getting very drunk, and this was happening. Yeah. You know, people were like taking advantage of, um, girls that were passed out or, you know, and then yeah. if they were like, Oh, but she was drunk. Like she wanted it. And how do you know? How do you, how do you actually know? So that's become like a, a line yeah. for them. Yeah. Which I don't, I mean, I don't know how they keep up with that and I don't know, you know, but at least it's, it's a line. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a line, something that's been drawn. Um, for for girls that are kind of watching at the moment and thinking, um, what do I do if I am in that situation? Do you have any advice for them?
1: In what like a, a situation they can't control, drunken?
0: In a school situation,
1: it's so it's so difficult, Susanna, because you can't blanket every situation. Yeah. Um, But, you know, all I say is, is, you know, you have to be brave to, to speak out. So when you're uncomfortable, you need to say, no, you stand up and you just walk out of it. You know, you walk out, you walk away from a situation. The second you feel uncomfortable, don't think that it's not cool. Um, I think more also in this, in this, um, uh, you know, time of life. It's becoming more cool to say no and be like, "This is not." You know, feminism is, is on the rise. So I think just like have have that strength and let go of that fear of um, what you need to be looked as socially, etc. Um, and yeah, just just be brave. I know that's I know that's so uh, such a cliche thing to do, but just be brave to like stand up and speak out in any situation.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think and and stand together. Listen to your friends. Actually pay attention to what is going on around you. You know, somebody, um, my boyfriend actually asked me the other day, he said, do you hold your friends accountable for their actions? And I said, absolutely, I do. And not as much as I should. Maybe about 20% of the time I do let things slide. I'm guilty of that. But when it counts, I think that I do, you know. Um, And people do that in different ways. And there's a saying that says... The, the man who does nothing is as guilty as the man who kills, you know? So if you're watching something yeah. happening and you do nothing and maybe not as guilty, but there is a level of responsibility if you're not no, doing for sure. anything, you know?
1: For
0: sure. yeah. yeah. So what is, what is happening at the, what is the most exciting thing that's happening for you right now? Besides the girl from St. Agnes, because obviously <laughs> blowing everything out the water yeah yeah uh i mean
1: that's that's the that's the craziest thing because there's a lot of you know there's still a lot of media and and stuff that we're doing to promote the show uh so that's taking up a lot of time um there there is something that's um a ball that's in the air that i can't really mention um, <laughs> thing in the works, but I can't mention it because it, it, it there's like a forty or thirty-five percent chance that it might not take off. So That's I just want something you know what I mean. When I'm like hundred percent sure, yeah. then I'll be like, "This is." Then you'll
0: phone me and we can have another conversation. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I'll be like, this is what we're doing. Uh, so we'll be figures for that. We'll see. We'll see what happens, yeah. Good.
0: Jamila, thank you. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the chat. I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Thank you for the invitation. This is awesome. Of course, of course, um as everybody knows with me, nepotism is is real and well in my life I always celebrate the people I know that's not to say I don't celebrate people I don't know if, if somebody gets hold of me and they've got a cool story or whatever, I always do, but I love celebrating um friends and their successes and i i'm I'm really so happy for you. I think it really is such an important um production and um and I'm so grateful it's doing well for so many different reasons. So, congrats. Yeah. And I wish you all the best with whatever's coming next. Thank you. <laughs> you can log off. I'm going to say goodbye to, um, to the listeners. And okay, cool. we'll chat to you soon. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to that interview. That was Shamila Miller. She is in the hit new Showmax series called The Girl from St. Agnes. If you haven't watched it, I really think you should jump onto Showmax. It is worth buying a Showmax account to watch this series. Um, for so many reasons, it's, it's produced really, really well. It is, the cast is fantastic. The acting is on point. The directing is on point. The, the quality of the filming and production is on point. I think my only, um, probably my only thing that I did not enjoy about the series is the special effects makeup. I think that was really done badly. But besides that, everything else was really fantastic. And most importantly, the story is important. It's something that I feel we should all be watching and listening to these different perspectives. It's done in such a brilliant way that you listen to these different perspectives of what happens for these characters. And the thing is that it's not, you will be able to associate with somebody really deeply and resonate with somebody really deeply from that film the program, but you'll also be able to understand the other characters' perspectives and have a peephole into their journey, which will allow you to have more understanding in life for people's situations. It's really a great production. Jump on Showmax, check it out. Um, I'm Susanna Kennedy on Two Oceans Vibe Radio and coming to you on YouTube as well. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you all again very, very soon. Bye for now.